Hey, beautiful people. My name's Taylor, also known as Priceless Tay. And I'm your co-host, Teddy Rosario. We want to welcome you back to What the Finance. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of What the Finance podcast, WTF, your favorite money podcast. I am your co-host, Teddy Rosarian, and I'm here with Priceless Day and a special guest. And so today we're going to learn about our guest and we're going to learn where she is from and all of her finance stories so you can get better with your money. So Jade, hi. Hi, thank you. How for are you? Yeah, I'm honestly so glad to be on here. I love you guys both so much. I think I found um, Taylor's page last year sometime. And I was just like, whoa, it was just so cool that you were like really doing all of this financial education for Gen Z because that's so important. You Before know? it's popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really blew up. I'm so yeah. proud of you. You're doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> okay, so let us know about you, where, well, your age, occupation, um, where our listeners can find you. And you've mentioned that you found Taylor online and you're amazed by her growth. You can tell us also about your growth and if you're online. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Jay Johnson. I'm on Instagram and you can find me at, at finance for fire. Um, so I'm 22 years old. I go to college at the university of Miami. Um, I have a full ride from an ROTC scholarship. So that's pretty great because it's a private university. So it would be like $200,000 typically. Um, so I have a full ride from that. So that's awesome. Um, I'm also a part-time server. So I do that on the weekends. Um, and then throughout the week, I'm honestly just like hustling with school and growing my money coaching business and my Instagram, social media, stuff like that. Um, I'm from Naples, Florida, and I'm also Filipino. Um, I think that is all about my background, but basically how I got into finance, um, I've been doing it pretty seriously for about a year now. Unfortunately, in January of 2020, I had a miscarriage and it really like, you know, devastated me and sent my world down a complete spiral. Um, and the only thing that was able to like really help me get out of the depression that I was in was like really telling myself that I was just going to level up and do better so that whenever I was able to have a child that I would be completely ready in literally all aspects of my life. So I kind of like sat down and did a lot of reflection and I was like, am I happy with where I am right now in my job, like where I'm going with my career, with my money, all of this stuff. And I realized like money was the first thing that I needed to get a handle on because I knew I wasn't even ready to have a child to begin with. So I was like, okay, that's number one. So I started looking at my finances and I realized I'd actually gotten myself into $17,000 worth of high interest credit card debt. And, you know, just like I said before, like, I don't have any student loans um, since I have a scholarship. So that was pretty, like, appalling for me because I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to graduate debt free and everything. Like, I had that in mind since I went to high school. So then all of a sudden, just on spending, like, for a car or just, like, spending on shopping and food and literally, um, I mean, part of that was a car, but that was a car that I had from high school that I'd already been paying off. So it was only like 4,000 from the car. And then the rest was literally just from spending. Um, wow. It actually worked at a really nice restaurant called Hillstone in Miami. And I made a lot of money. Like these are career servers that we're talking about. This is one of like the nicest places to eat in Miami. So mm -hmm. I was making so much money. And I think like 
lifestyle inflation, lifestyle creep, the rat race, it really kicked in for me hard. And I was a bougie bitch. Like I was balling out fancy dinners, like $200 bottles of wine. Like I was living so lavishly for no reason. Um, and that's like why all of that happened. And I think honestly, like I had a couple thousand dollars in savings, but for some reason I like associated avoiding my credit card statements with them just like not being there and like them kind of like disappearing, like out of sight, out of mind. So even though I had money and like, I would count my savings, like, oh, okay, like I have 4,000 here or 5,000 here or whatever. But I like, wouldn't put any of that towards my credit card debt. Cause I didn't want that to go from my savings. And like, I also only had that in cash anyway. Like it wasn't in the market, like it wasn't in a high yield, like nothing like that. So I just wasn't doing it right. Um, so I realized I had all this debt and everything and I was like, holy crap. So I started getting really serious about it. So I started following a lot of pages on Instagram. Um, and then I started like reading some personal finance books, listening to a lot of podcasts, which helped me a lot. Because and what age was this? This was at 21. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I did all of that. And okay, okay. Like, you said so many things so far that we need to like debunk. Really, like your stories <laughs> are so interesting. Okay, I want to know, like, with from the beginning, like where you started, like you got a scholarship, like from what? Like, I know you have to do something to get these. Yeah, I have to do so much stuff with that scholarship, honestly. Um, so it's a full ride, and it's for the Army ROTC program. So ROTC stands for Reserve Officer Training Corps. So basically, while you're in college, you do all of your training. Um, it's like basic training, which is like the typical standard training for the army, but then you also learn all of like the officer stuff, not all of it, but you learn the majority of it in college. Um, and then you do like different training events, like two week long or not two week long, um, but like weekend long training events throughout your whole time. And then you also go to advanced camp, which is typically for um, about like 40 days, but they actually canceled that because of COVID. So I was like, probably the only class in history to not have to go to an advanced camp for ROTC because advanced wow. camp is like the thing that really solidifies um, like your spot and like how you're going to commission and everything. It's like a, a requirement. So mm -hmm. they took off that requirement for us and had us do like a three day thing versus a 40 day thing which was amazing. I was so freaking happy because I didn't want to do that. You know, that's like <laughs> 40 days out in the field. I'm good. Like, um, yeah. but basically ROTC is just like, um, a program so that you can learn how to be an officer. And then once you commission or once you graduate, um, you will commission into your branch. So I'm actually super blessed and I am, I got exactly what I wanted because you don't always get what you want in the army or with any military branch. Um, it really depends on like where you're at on the spectrum, like regarding like your peers and like who you're competing against. Um, but I was actually lucky enough to get the branch that I wanted, which was the finance core. So now I'm going to go in and I'm going to be a budgeting officer. Um, so I'm wow. just going to like help the army with its money. So that'll be really dope. Fun. Yeah. I'm That's that freaking dope. Helping uh, the army with their money. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. It's a lot of stuff like we have to it's it's basically I like to call it my other full-time job um, because it's literally Monday through Friday you have to wake up for PT at 6 a.m. Um, every single day and then on Tuesdays we have meetings from 8 a.m. until 12 30 p.m. 
on Thursdays, we're usually up around 4 to 5 a.m., if not earlier, until training until 1 p.m. that day. So it's definitely a lot, but it has been super beneficial for me to go to the University of Miami and do ROTC at the same time because my school actually does this thing where they give, I forgot the exact percent, I feel like it's 20%, but it's, I think, 20% back on tuition. So I actually get back 10000 every semester. Wow. Yeah. So that's been very nice. And I actually, you know, I was getting all of that money every semester and I still wound up in $17,000 worth of credit card debt. Like I was spending so much. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy, but. And what are you doing with that money now? Since tell us about your kind of journey and paying off that debt. You're still in college, right? You're you're just finishing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be finishing in December. So I, actually was able to use that money last semester to help me move. It covered some moving expenses. Um, And then also I put that towards debt. And I think I also put that towards investing because at the same time last year, like I paid off that $17,000 worth of debt. And then I also was investing a lot and I was able to grow my investment portfolio to 25,000. So that was super exciting too. Um, But yeah, I have another... I always get the refund like towards the end of the semester. So I should be getting another 10,000 in like a month or so. And I'm planning on using that solely to invest since I'm like completely debt free now. Um, I mean, invest and probably put into like some other sinking funds that I have, but, but yeah. And then I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just planning to invest like all of that money. That's amazing. Tell us how you learned about all of these tips and tricks. Like, was it from people like Tadia and I? Was it through books? Was it through your college? Like who taught you all of this stuff? Okay. So I wish I could take credit for all this stuff. Um, like learning about like how to get paid for college, but mm-hmm. I actually did JROTC in high school. So that's like, you know, the baby ROTC. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it stands for junior reserve officer training program. And I did it all four years. And I honestly, I loved it so much. I was actually like battalion commander, like head bitch of everything. And it just like, it was the best. It was so fun. I did all the teams, all the competitions. And we had um, an instructor there, chief warrant officer Hart. And he was huge on college. Like he was like, you are doing this program so you can get to go to college for free. Um, and like, he would talk about like getting paid to go to college. And like, I heard that a couple times, like, you know, if you get so many scholarships, you can get paid to go to college. And I was like, whoa. So I honestly did everything in high school. And I honestly, I think it's just because I took a lot of Adderall and I was just like really hustling. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to college and I honestly wanted to get out of my house because my parents were like super, super strict. I love them, but like, I needed some freedom. And I knew that the only way I was ever going to get that was to go to college. And my parents, like, I don't come from money or anything like that. They cannot help me at all. So I'm like, I need to get a scholarship for sure. So um, did the mindset change for you now that um, the only way to get financial freedom is to go to college or now that you've learned that money can make money through investing and investing? 1,000%, if that's even a thing, (laughs) 1,000%. I actually right now, to be honest with you, if I could drop out, I would. And the only reason that I can't is because I would be in debt all of this money um, to the army. So I can't because that'd be a lot, but I've actually thought about it because honestly, I plan on making a lot of money with like my business. So I'm like, is 200,000 that much compared to like 
my freedom and like the life that I can live because it is very restricting. And honestly, the older I get, I feel like I do have a like a very real problem with authority and it's kind of like getting bad lately. Like I'm obviously, I love the military. I think that the structure is great, but the older I get and like the more that I am getting into like the entrepreneurship world and like trying to run my own business, I realize that that's actually like not what I want to do at all. And it really sucks because now I am kind of like indebted to them with my life, so to say, because of this. So it's it's pretty wild and it really sucks, but I definitely don't think that college is the way to like the only way to make money and earn financial freedom at all. I actually think that I've learned so much more from like paid mentors that I've gotten just from for like my business and social media versus like school. And I go to a pretty pretty good university, so I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's their part messing up or if it's just mine. Cause I've never really been so much of a school person, but it's their part. It's definitely, we've had so, yeah, we've had so many people come on and, and now like speaking about their personal finance journey and like how they literally flipped a switch. And then all of a sudden their life has changed and they've paid down debt, don't have any student loans, all this kind of or started investing and has this amazing portfolio. And none of it has been through like traditional college or traditional high school. Mostly everything has been through online, just quick, simple, easy Google, Google search or paying somebody like a mentor or a coach to learn that and have less time and less yeah. mistakes and failures. Because at the end of the day, the failures that you're making do add up to some expense, whether that be time, money, whatever expense that is. And so totally think you're hundred percent right on that end. Yeah. yeah. And I want to add to that, that for me, I graduated in accounting and Taylor in finance. And I'm pretty sure we both didn't learn how to manage money, personal finance and stuff like that. Even though people think that it's the only place maybe in finance in school that you're going to learn money, but I don't like, I don't think so. Taylor, let me know if I'm wrong. No, you're so right. That's the entire reason why I started this whole online thing I was so fucking pissed off like why am why am I paying for this and I'm not learning still like my own personal finance ventures why is this a thing like if I'm a finance major I shouldn't only be focused on somebody else's finances like a company I should be focusing also on my own like I don't understand how that's how that's applicable and how can people trust somebody who don't even know something something about their own finances yeah it doesn't make any that's sense I feel like yeah. it is like a lot of like financial advisors or stuff like that like they'll be handling other people's money but then you're like oh what about yours and they're like eh. <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's so crazy so getting into things about like finance what is your favorite subject or field of finance and why I would probably say investing ever since like I got into investing um last year it's become like really addicting I feel like I just <laughs> want to put all of my money towards it and then when I spend money on other things I'm like wow, that could have been spent on investing. Um, so that's really cool because I think that I've just been able to like see the growth and like it really does seem like the number one way to just secure the bag. You know what I mean? Like just like build wealth. That's just like the best way. And um, as far as like what I invest in, I really like tech stocks, but I mean, who doesn't? But I'm definitely more of like a growth investor because I'm so young. Like I feel like I have a very like high risk portfolio. Um, which I don't mind right now, but I'm also into crypto a lot. That's like a pretty, pretty big chunk of my portfolio as well. Um, but yeah, investing, investing. So if someone in our audience would like to start investing, do you have any 
tip for them to so that that journey goes smoothly? I would just say to definitely, you know, like the basics, have an emergency fund because you never know what could happen. We could have like a second, whole second wave of COVID or whatever. Um, and then I would just say to like start, you know, getting your nose into it first, kind of like start warming yourself up. Don't just like invest all your money into Dogecoin or whatever, you know, <laughs> that's what I hear. Big moon now. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll be like, oh, like, yeah, I'm going to start investing. Like, and they just pick like one random thing and they're like, yeah, I'm going to put all my money in that. And I'm like, actually, wait, maybe we should just like do some research. You know, everyone's always saying like, do your due diligence. And of course, like when I started investing, I kind of blindly got into stuff too. Um, so now obviously I'm not doing that anymore, but I would never advise anyone to do that because didn't work out for me when I did it. Luckily, I didn't lose any money, but I definitely was in a position. I had a position open for a long time that like didn't move at all. I recently got out of it and put it in something else. So I was like, all right, this is this is whack. Um, but yeah, I would just say like do your due diligence, like start listening to podcasts and reading books about it first, just like a little bit. You know, you don't have to know everything about it, um, but definitely know like kind of what your risk is and what you want to invest in in the first place. And then just start, like open the damn brokerage and just start and like do it frequently. So if you can automate um, automate investments, that would be amazing. If you can't, I would, I preach money dates. I love them so much. So like when I do a money date, like I'm investing, like that's like a part of it. Um, so I would also recommend to, if you can't like automate your investments, then to just do like dollar cost averaging and just have a money date and then invest whenever you can, like as often as you can. Nothing but fire facts here, guys. Seriously, she knows her shit. Um, <laughs> next up, like we want to know too, you brought up the $17,000 in debt that you paid off. Would you have to say that's like your biggest accomplishment when it comes to finances? Or would it just be like changing your mindset and getting yourself out of the hole? Like, what is it for you? I would probably say like, in building my investment portfolio and investing at the same time, I'm pretty proud of that because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like I have to be debt-free before I invest or mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. So I think that the fact that I was able to do it like at the same time, that was like probably my biggest financial win so far. That's what I usually, that's my usual like statement. I'm like, oh, I did this. Like, follow me. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, there's something like you've mentioned in the beginning of this podcast that I want to thank you for being so vulnerable and open about it um, to our audience, which was the story of how um, you decided to take your finances, um, well, together with the miscarriage. And um, I think like a lot of people will live these situations and it's hard to talk about it. Um, I think <laughs> like that talking about kids, families and stuff. For me, it's like when my generation will get there, I'll talk about it more. Um, finance mixed with all of these things. But it's fun that, you know, that made me, that made you actually realize all of these things. So thank you for being open about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, like when I, obviously when I first went through it, it was, it's still like the most traumatic, like hardest thing I've ever went through. But it's also been such a like, like a learning thing for me too. So like, it hasn't been all negative. Like, of course it was like, that fucking sucks. Like I would never want to go through that again. I would never wish that on my worst enemy, but it really did help me like change my life around, honestly. And it really did get me into entrepreneurship even more because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur before, but 
having that push like really was like okay like you need to do something that you want to like do for the rest of your life and that you love and you can make a lot of money at so you can support your family and like it really did push me into that so that was nice and like I do feel like you should just be way more open about it oh my god my dog is coming out Um, (laughs) should be way more open about it because a lot of people aren't and you know it happens to like 25% of women like one in four women have a miscarriage and society always you know they don't talk about it and no one really understands like how women feel and they can really isolate them a lot and stuff so I'm really like passionate about like miscarriage awareness and like miscarriage support because it obviously like was a big thing for me and it's just Mm -hmm. crazy how like people perceive it you know and like the comments that people make and stuff and so yeah that would be like another aim like for my platform too to just like spread more awareness about that um but yeah that's wow. like, so open about it and like I actually I did a oh my god this is my dog guys hi dog <laughs> um I did a business competition on Saturday over the weekend and I told everyone like my story and everyone I think was just like holy crap like wow like that's, you know, that was intense. I think everybody was like very surprised to like hear me start off with, you know, that like I had a miscarriage because normally people don't talk about it or like yeah. not open with it. Um, but honestly, like I kind of say it now, not to like make people uncomfortable, but honestly to kind of make people uncomfortable because I think that everybody needs that a little bit because like it does happen so much. And like the more you hear about it, I feel like the less uncomfortable you'll be. And like, you really shouldn't be uncomfortable not wanting to talk about it in the first place because imagine how these women feel, you know, going through it. Like, obviously we're fucking uncomfortable. So that's my whole thought process on it. Thank you so wow. much. Like, yeah, again. Listen, I learned from this is just that whenever something happens in your life, um, what's the quote about like, you take one lemon and you make lemonade? That's what mm-hmm. I feel. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's so true. Like, again, we've interviewed a lot of people, I, I would say now. And again, one of the other recurring things, even in my own life, and I think Tadia's as well, too, like when you are at your lowest low, you have two options to either just kind of uh, not do anything about it at all, or completely do like a 180 and change your entire life. And I think that's what happened with like all three of us here. And you can see like, guys listening out there today who may be in like, a dark or depressing mental state or have a whole bunch of anxiety or in that low place, like you can see that choice that you make. If you say, I'm going to do a 180 with my life, there is so many upside benefits to that. And like finance too is like a huge portion of that. It can literally change your life and how you perceive things and what you're able to do, what you're not able to do and all this kind of stuff. So again, thank you, Jade, for sharing everything. And last but not least, we're going to throw it over to Tadia to play a little game with you, this or that. <laughs> this or that. So tell us like just whatever pops first in your mind. Okay, so my first question for you, do you make your purchases credit card or debit card for cash? Credit card. <laughs> what? Credit card and pay in full. All right, tell us why. Um, just because I love cash back, like using it for like cash back purposes. And it's just like free money that we're getting, you know? And also like, I think it's really, it, that's boosted my credit a lot too. Just like making all my purchases on my credit card. And then I like to pay it off um, two times a month, especially if it is like a bigger amount. I'll do like mid month and then towards the end of the month. Um, but I always pay it in full so I don't get any interest because that's crazy. Um, but yeah, definitely credit card. That's awesome. Another thing I'd like to know, you've mentioned like how you've been learning finances. 
um, let's say you want to buy a book or read a book. Do you buy it physical or do you read it on your phone? This is, that's always a tough one for me because I love physical books. There's just like something about it. But then it's also like the whole concept of like space. And then also just like, I, yeah, I don't know, space. And it's like usually more expensive. And then you can get like a, um, one of the Kindle books for like a quarter of the price. So I've done both but I would prefer a real book. I just need a library. I need an actual house with a nice library. Same. I'm, I've been buying real books just because I feel like one day I can look at them and be proud that it's like, it's real. They're there. When you read a book on your phone, it's like, it, it, it has left the scene when you're done with it. And like, it's just so hard for me to read on my phone because my phone is like playtime. And then like reading is like work time for me because I learn through books to help others. I get like a lot of ideas for content and stuff like that. So yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, okay. Another question, this or that. Um, I don't know, like you've mentioned that you moved. Are you like in an apartment or did you invest in real estate or buy real estate? So I haven't invested in real estate yet. I'm hoping to do that next year. Um, I would actually like to get a house. But right now I have an apartment. I pay $1,400 a month and I live in Miami. So, you know, obviously like that's kind of pricey. I live with my boyfriend, so we split it half and half. Um, but I'm renting for now just because like I'm still in college and everything. But once I graduate um, and like I'm kind of set up with like my whole job in the army and with what I'm doing, I'm hoping to probably move back to somewhere like in Naples maybe like the Golden Gate Estates area, get some nice land and be alone. <laughs> Set myself up. There's nothing wrong to have an apartment. Like we hear often like these gurus telling you that you need to save up immediately and, you know, um, buy real estate, do the duplex thing. Well, you can also, if you need to move from your parents because they're strict or whatever, or because they don't accept you, there's nothing wrong to go in an apartment and then save for the rest of your real estate journey, I think. Definitely. Especially if you're not paying, like, you know, if you have, like, a good deal on your rent, too. So, like, if I'm paying $700 a month, like, that's not breaking my bank, you know, that's fine. If I was paying, like, $1,500 a month, then I might be like, oh, like, maybe I should think about this, but. Yeah, and then you get your freedom. That's fun. Yeah, I love living by myself, or, like, live, like, having my own apartment, because I moved out when I was 18. That's when I went to college, and then um, I lived in the dorm for literally one semester and I was like, F this, like, this is disgusting. The communal bathrooms were not doing it for me. So I got apartment literally like right after that. I wasn't even supposed to move out yet, but I did not care. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it was so fun having you here, Jade. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us again where our audience can find you immediately after this podcast. So I am on Instagram and Clubhouse at Finance for Fire. And then if you guys want to check out that podcast that I was talking about, um, it is at the JJ Experience on Instagram. All right. Thank you. I think that's a wrap for us. That's a wrap, guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you so much. Bye.
You've been listening to WTF What the Finance with the one and only Teddy Rosarian. And last but not least, Taylor Price. Make sure to receive all of the updates on WTF by texting WTF to 424-226-5797. Message and rates may apply.